You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that inspires thoughtful people like you to live in the moment, be mindful in a realistic, achievable way. My name is Mark Reed. I've been a college professor and a lawyer. Now I make handmade paper in Japan. Twice a week, I bring my research and thoughts or sit down with coaches, authors, and entrepreneurs to talk about their process. What lessons do they learn along the way and how you can make an impact in your world? Hey, here we are. Today, I want to discuss the importance, I I think the, actually the necessity of political independence and uh, the paradox of tolerance, which I'll get into towards the end. So what's in it for you? How about being able to live in a world where people don't and won't think like you? I mean, we're we're already forced to do that, right? But most of us, almost all of us, have entrenched political views. That's fine. I'm not here to dispel any of them or to tell you to be a conservative or a progressive. What concerns me more is the the vitriol, the hatred in today's political dialogue. It's not even a dialogue anymore. There aren't two sides talking. There are two sides shouting at each other. That will get us nowhere. For a starting point, consider this. Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, and Socialists want the same thing. You heard me right. They all want less crime, less poverty, more freedom, and equal opportunity. A better society. What they disagree on is how to get there. So let, let's start there. Unless you are some race-based supremacist or have some radical belief that a, a theocratic regime, like a government based in Islamic law, or you desire a, a purely totalitarian system like China's, unless you're one of those, and we're, we're going to get to intolerance in a second, um, which is what those are basically based upon, But unless you're one of those, you actually want the same end result, in theory, as the people on the other side of the conservative-liberal spectrum from where you find yourself. Start there. We all want a better world. Most of us do. Most of us want a fair world. Yes, we, we often disagree on what is fair. For example, in terms of social programs or healthcare for all. You get what you work for versus uh, we should help those in need. But start with the realization we want a fair and just world. When you start there and realize the other side is not as evil, I mean, there are some characters out there, sure. But but the other side generally, by and large, are not the evil people that media, political punditry show on Fox or MSNBC would have you believe or that the political party platforms would have you believe. Now, I am going to put a verbal asterisk here that there is a caveat that I'm going to talk about in a second that has to do with tolerance and intolerance. But putting that on hold, truthfully, I knew people on both sides of the aisle that are good people and and good-hearted people. The next place you go on this thought journey is that you are very unlikely to change someone's mind in a single conversation. If someone is entrenched, let's, let's say on the topic of abortion or gun control, it is extremely unlikely that in a single conversation you will move them completely to the other side, just as they most likely can't budge you. But that's not to say that you shouldn't talk about these things. 
but to do so in a way that you come to the table with the mindset that it is at least possible that you aren't 100% correct in the way you view it, whatever the issue is. Now, the other person has to be willing to accept that too, or you won't get anywhere. But speaking from personal experience, I have shifted my in my life on a, a variety of hotbed political issues. And that doesn't mean I went from one side all the way to the other. I've shifted in, in how things should uh, you know be regulated or governed uh, on a variety of topics. I will likely adjust my perspective again in the future. Did that shift ever happen in a single conversation? No. Never. Not once. So give up the notion of trying to convince someone you are that you are absolutely right. Again, there's an asterisk here that I, I'm going to come back to. But the Zen takeaway here is acceptance. To accept that people don't and won't think like you. And, believe it or not, that's okay. Asterisk with one exception. So whether you consider yourself a Republican or a Democrat, and, and sorry, I usually presume my audience to be primarily American, but I've, I've looked at the analytics. I'm getting some listeners from England and uh, Australia. So if you're British and you might consider yourself Labor or, or Tory, you know you, you know what the Republican and Democratic sides are. Uh, excuse my Americanism here. But we got to live with each other. And uh regardless of where we live, there's going to be somebody on the other side of the political spectrum. And this isn't a political show, but if it was, I I want to make compromise sexy again. It, it used to be. Go to YouTube and watch the first Kennedy-Nixon debate. Watch how cordial and respectful these men who, who had conflicting uh, ideologies how they were towards each other. Or move ahead in history and read about Ronald Reagan's relationship with the Democratic Speaker of the House, Tip O'Neill. They, they got stuff done. What happened to that world that we lived in? Political extremism on both the right and the left is dangerous. It, in essence, it is a claim on having the absolute truth, that my side is the correct side, and that that brings us to the asterisk that I wanted that I kept alluding to, and that's intolerance. Karl Popper was a 20th century philosopher. In his work, The Open Society and Its Enemies, he discusses certain paradoxes, one of which is the paradox of tolerance. He, he doesn't actually use those exact words by name, but his theory has been labeled that. And the paradox of tolerance in simple form, states that if a society is tolerant without limit, its ability to be tolerant is eventually seized or destroyed by the intolerant. So the paradox is that in order to maintain a tolerant society, society must be intolerant of intolerance. In essence, while we should value freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of religion, what we cannot afford to value or even permit is some kind of freedom of intolerance. Nazism, for example, or you know, any race-based uh, supremacism. Theocracy, like I talked about before, in fundamental, uh, fundamentalist Islamic countries. I, I'm not criticizing Islam. I, 
I am openly criticizing any government that would suppress women by requiring them to cover their faces or prohibiting them from voting or even driving. And if someone has views of this radical nature, you are never going to change their minds by getting into a shouting match with them. You have every right to say, you know what? That's fucking stupid. And beyond compromise, beyond rationality, I want no part of that discussion. Goodbye. In fact, arguably, we have a, a moral obligation to actually stand up against total intolerance of that nature. But I, I won't argue the, that moral responsibility here. So let's bring this back down to earth. The Zen takeaway, as I said, is acceptance, with the, the caveat of not accepting complete intolerance. So your five-minute Zen is this. The next time you hear something you disagree with, Stop. Don't react right away. Take five minutes, if you can, and think about why that person believes what he or she does. What are the cultural reasons? What influences them? What is their rationale? Are they rational? Are they being rational? And think about why you believe the way you do. Is it because the political left or political right says you should? Is it because Fox or MSNBC or your church or even me says you should? The more detailed you can answer that question, why do I think or believe this way, the more you will know yourself. And the more you think about why does this other person see it differently, the more you can accept and even have peace about living in this crazy world that seems to be constantly at odds with each other. Okay, that's it. By the way, I do have my own political views, which I choose not to express on this platform, but I have to remind myself to ask why I think this way and why others think differently all the time. So it's a work in progress for all of us. If you would like to express your thoughts on this topic or any other topic, give me an email at zensamich at gmail.com. Join me next time for another Zen Sandwich interview. I have some really big names coming up that you don't want to miss. If you want to find out about them, go like the Zen Sandwich Facebook page or join our Facebook group, The Zen Dog Life. Okay, till next time.